From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, the SEC is looking at NFTs, Brock Pierce running for Senate, and we have more Ukraine and crypto news. That's coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Thursday, March 3rd, 2022. I am having an interesting conversation tomorrow with Scott Cipollina about crypto and sanctions and countries. And don't forget to tune in. I just want to let you know about it because I'm excited. I love arguing with Scott. <laughs> but let's not just ramble on this morning. So please remember to tune in tomorrow. I hope you're having a great Thursday. And let's get to those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And I'm recording this at 10.52 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Bitcoin is sitting at $42,670, down 3.5%, but it's up 18.9%. Actually, let's just call it 19% on the week. Why did it drop today? Reasons. <laughs> I really don't know. Ethereum sitting at $2,837, down 4.3%. Tether's number three, Binance Coin is at 403, down 1.5%, and USDC is number five. That top five hasn't changed in quite some time. Running off the top 10, we have XRP, Luna, Solana, Cardano, and Avalanche. Total market cap, we're at $1.87 trillion, a BTC dominance of 43.1, and an F dominance of 18.1. And now it's time for a coin of the day. Our coin of the day today is number 75 on coin market cap. It's Chills. Ticker. CHZ. Its price is 19.4 cents. It's down almost a percent in 24. Current market cap is 1.16 billion. Its fully diluted market cap is 1.73 billion. 67% of Chills is in circulation, which is around 5.98 billion. Its max supply is 8.8888888888. So it's 8. 8 billion, 800 and all kinds of eights. Anyway, that's their max supply. I had to just tell you that because I, I'm going to assume this is a Chinese company. I don't even know. I don't know anything about chills, but all I know is in, in China, eight is a very lucky number. So you would just put eights everywhere and it just seems kind of, maybe they, maybe they just spend some time in China or maybe they just like eights. I don't know. Kind of kind of curious about why, why all eights. It's all time high was set a year ago on March 13th. 2021. It was at 89 cents. It's down 78% since then. Its all-time low was two years ago. It was at 0.004 cents. It's up around 5,000% since then. You can buy it on Binance, Gate.io, Coinbase, Huobee, KuCoin, Kraken, Bybit, Binance.us, FTX. You get the point. When you get in these top 100, you probably buy it just around anywhere. So what does Chills do. Chills is the leading digital currency for sports and entertainment by a multi-based fintech provider. It operates the blockchain-based sports entertainment platform Socios, 
which enables users to participate in the governance of their favorite sports brands. Multiple fan tokens by Socios.com are an example of that. For sports clubs and associations, fan tokens offer a way of connecting with their fans and unlocking new revenue streams. Well, there you go. Chills, number 75 on CoinMarketCap, ticker CHZ, or CHZ for my UK listeners. Moving into today's headlines, and I'm going to start with Ukraine and crypto news, and I'm going to continue to start with Ukraine and crypto news until hopefully this conflict is over, and hopefully it's over soon. And I'm doing that because I wanted to consolidate all of the news because there's a lot of it out there uh, into one section. So into the headlines. The European Union is set to crack down on Russia's ability to evade economic sanctions using cryptocurrencies, according to France's finance minister. France's finance minister said this, We are taking measures, in particular on cryptocurrencies or crypto assets, which should not be used to circumvent the financial sanctions decided on by the 27 EU countries. This is not the first time public officials have raised concern about Russia using cryptocurrencies to evade sanctions. Earlier this week, several U.S. Senate Democrats also asked Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen how the U.S. could ensure crypto would not be used by Russia to evade sanctions. A Treasury Department report published last October said this, these technologies offer malign actors opportunities to hold and transfer funds outside of the financial system. They also empower our adversaries to seek and build new financial and payment systems intended to diminish the dollar's global role. Ukraine's vice prime minister has announced that Ukraine will cancel its crypto airdrop. If you guys remember yesterday in yesterday's news, uh, we said that Ukraine was going to airdrop people something. We didn't know what it was, but something. And that's like a, a reward or a um, gift for donating to them. Well, they decided to cancel that. They tweeted this. After careful consideration, we decided to cancel the airdrop. Every day, there are more and more people willing to help Ukraine to fight back aggression. Instead, we will announce an NFT to support Ukraine armed forces soon. We do not have any plans to issue any fungible tokens. The way that I read this is that they're getting so many donations that what, I guess the airdrop was maybe supposed to be an incentive to get more people to donate. But it looks like everybody's just continuing to donate and they don't need to do an airdrop. This is the way I'm reading it. So how much did they raise? Well, from a blog post posted by Elliptic, the Ukrainian government and an NGO providing support to the military has raised around $50.9 million by more than 89,000 crypto asset donations since the start of the Russian invasion. Remember, this all started only on February 26th of 2022. I don't want to diminish it by saying it only started on the, the 26th of February because it must be hell living in Ukraine right now. So, But it's $50 million or $51 million about in a short time. And that's what I'm trying to uh, illustrate. And how much is that in Bitcoin and Ethereum? Well, 10 million in Bitcoin, 16 million in Ethereum. Also, Gavin Wood, Polkadot's founder, promised $5 million, and I'm assuming in Polkadot. Elliptic also reports that Ukraine DAO, a decentralized autonomous organization set up to help Ukraine, has auctioned off an NFT of the Ukrainian flag for $6.5 million worth of Ethereum. Moving to other crypto news, the SEC, which has taken a tough line toward cryptocurrency projects in the past under Chairman Gary Gensler, is probing NFT creators and marketplaces for regulatory violations, according to a Bloomberg report. The probe is looking into whether NFTs are being utilized to raise money like traditional securities. The SEC has reportedly sent subpoenas related to the investigation and is particularly interested in information about fractional NFTs, which allow multiple people to hold and trade a share of an asset. The SEC in the past has traditionally not consider Bitcoin to be a security because it's often used as currency. 
And Ethereum, at least up to this point, has gotten a pass as well of being a security because it's decentralized and there's no single group controlling its success. But the agency has been more suspicious of other crypto assets and is currently in a very long lawsuit with Ripple Labs tied to the creation and distribution of XRP. Okay, so now to my opinion, and here's my issue with this. When they said they're searching for regulatory violations, and here's the thing, is like, what are the regulatory violations? In a new product, a new asset class, digital assets, we're we're talking about Metaverse, Web3, all kinds of different things. Like, you're literally going after these companies to look to see where they messed up. And through suing them and them suing you and going to court and so on and so forth, you're going to figure out what these regulations are, what you can apply, what you can't apply. And that's what's going to happen is you're going to go through lengthy, costly lawsuits and litigation to try to figure out the law. Instead, what you should do, in my opinion, is sit down with everyone and make regulations and say, abide by this. The thing is, is, look, you can probably just go through different things and see if there are securities or not. But then again, it's like, are they? And are we going into this gray area? Are people deliberately making securities and just calling them NFTs and saying, "Eh, you know what, I just didn't know. Probably happening. But I bet you there's a lot of people just that are doing NFT projects that don't really understand what a security is or think that this falls into a gray area or think that they're not making a security. And so with these companies, what we're seeing is just that everybody's just like making these projects and waiting for the SEC, waiting for somebody to come and sue them so they can figure out regulations, giving you some guidance. And, and in the meantime, they're probably going to fine you because you broke some kind of law that they didn't know they were breaking. Again, sit down with industry, work this out. It'll take some time, but it'll be better for everyone. Brock Pierce is running for Senate in Vermont. If you guys remember, Brock Pierce also ran for president this last time. So far, his campaign has spent over $250,000 in November and December. And if you don't know who Brock is, he is the co-founder of EOS, which was our coin of the day last week. Or was it earlier this week? I think it was last week. Anyway, it's not quite sure if Brock can actually run for a Senate because Brock lives in Puerto Rico. At least that's where we thought he lived. And so a Vermont law school professor says while it's technically possible for him to run, he could just buy or rent a house in the state. It's unlikely he can run and it will get thrown out of court because because there's no withholding of taxes in Vermont. He doesn't hold a state ID there. He hasn't voted there. So it's going to be pretty unlikely that he's going to be able to run there. Brock Pierce, however, he claims that he has deep family roots in Vermont. And on his website, it says that he's moved there. Also on his site, he says that he is a tech expert that wants to expand the internet, sell service in Vermont, and create high-paying jobs and improve the sustainability within the state's agriculture. Another interesting thing, he's registered with the FEC, he's kind of campaigning, but he's not officially announced his candidacy. (laughs) And like I said, he's not really campaigning in the state, you know, going to meet people and going around to give speeches and so on and so forth. He spent a better part of a month on a trip in the Middle East hanging out with John Voight. Yes, the actor, John Voight. I'm... I don't know if this if he's serious with this or not. I don't know if it's a publicity thing. I don't know if he wants to be a senator. But my question to you is, do you think Brock Pierce would be a good senator? Let me know. Matthew Aaron at decrypt.co. And on a side note, Brock is worth anywhere between $400 million and a $1 billion. So this is self-funded. He can do this. And also, I've spoken to Brock on multiple occasions on different podcasts. And Brock just seemed like a nice guy on the, on the podcast on the phone. So I have no opinion if he's running or not. Just asking the question. 
do you think he'll be a good senator? And finally, according to them, Shrapnel is going to be the first, world's first, blockchain enable, AAA first person shooter game, and they are going to be launching on Avalanche. And Avalanche is going to be the backbone or the blockchain on this gaming experience. Why are they picking Avalanche? That's a good question. I'm glad you asked it. Because of low latency, seamless and glitch-free gameplay. And I guess that's important when it comes to AAA games. They say that Avalanche is well-equipped to enable the quick loading speeds and smooth player experience that Shrapnel players expect. So if you are a AAA first-person shooter and you want your game on Avalanche or blockchain in general, you're going to have it. And again, I just want to say, sometimes when I read the news, it sounds like a big advertisement. This is not one of them. I just thought it was interesting that a AAA first-person shooter is going to go on Avalanche or on blockchain because I want to see a proper like a proper game using blockchain. And even when you say AAA, remember Pixelmon? <laughs> and they came out with these horrible NFTs, and they're just hilariously... They're just so bad that they're actually gaining value because they're just so bad. Well, they said, we're going to make a AAA game out of this. And, well, they couldn't even make a proper NFT, so I'm very skeptical. Anyway, let me know what you think with anything in the news today. Matthew Aaron at Decrypt.co. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. Don't forget to go to Spotify. Click that five stars in the rating system. Show everybody that we are a damn good news show. Actually, let's call it the best daily crypto news show in the biz. And until tomorrow, in our week in review, don't miss it. Happy hodling, everyone. <laughs>